0: Now, the fakest Top 10, brought to you in part by the genes that you can store a car in, Jinko 401s, and by the McDonald's Old Fashioned Mac Ultra Sandwich, for the bigger-than-average appetite, and not for genetic manipulation on a large scale. Hello again, and welcome to the fakest Top 10. My name's Kasem Casey. And I'm ready to count down the Top 10 Best Fakest Stories from Season 1. I'm all set and ready to go with the latest survey of the Fakest Faithful on the Fakest Faithful Facebook fan page. First up in our countdown, the moment Paul Defoe's life changed forever during a field report from investigative reporter Elephant Patrick. Here's that perennial heartbreaking classic, Zombie Ice Pick Killer. Now we go to our investigative reporter, Ella Fitzpatrick, currently down the street from my apartment with some breaking news that might just save your life. Ella, what the hell is going on down there?
1: Thanks, asshole. I'm here at the corner of Sinclair and Gannett where a man was found brutally murdered. Hey, Ella,
0: your producer told me you have a couple kissing on a trash can behind you. Why don't you go give them a little tap?
1: Paul? The police are currently inspecting the murder scene. And we have a state reporter down here. Just give him a little tap. I think the severity of the situation calls for a more... Just a little bit tap. little, little, tap. Just like that. Come on, it'll be cute. They're
0: widow lovers in love. Cyberspace is going to go viral on this-ish.
1: Hold on. It looks like the killer has emerged from a dumpster. He's now threatening. Assembled police force with an ice pick. Oh, we boys. need more people down get here. Him, get him. Him, get him. Shoot, him. Shoot him in the, head. Him in
0: the
1: foot. Yeah. watch yeah. that he's dead. Young lovers it is. <clears throat> Excuse me, um, elephants Patrick with the fakest. What do you want me to ask the Paul?
0: Ask them if they're loving, lovers, loving, love. Oh, it's so totes adored, just like me and my Cindy. Um, <clears throat> excuse Ooh. me,
1: sir, ma'am. My boss wants to know, mm, are you loving lovers in love?
2: Shit. Uh, what the hell?
1: Jesus Christ. Cindy?
3: Shit.
1: Cindy, Ella, ask her what the hell she thinks she's doing. Do you know this woman, Paul? Ask her. Paul DeFoe back in the studio wants to know, and I quote, what the hell do you think you're doing? Give me that.
4: You listening, asshole? Stop calling me. I've moved on.
0: Since this morning?
4: Since this morning, he said? It was a big day, okay? Look, I just think it's best if we see other people.
0: I had a feeling. How dare you? On my own show? Breaking news should never... It should... It should never break your heart.
1: Oh, my God. The killer has come back to life and has somehow stolen his ice pick back from the police.
0: That's enough, Ella.
1: I've had enough. But, Paul, a zombie ice pick killer is on the list.
0: Your report is the real zombie ice pick killer, Ella. It flew over the sat link, into the studio, and poked a thousand little facts into my heart. I need a freaking smoke.
5: Sir? Mr. Defoe? You aren't allowed to smoke in here.
0: It's my show. I'll give an orangutan a makeover right here on the desk if I want to. You're
5: gonna give a monkey a makeover?
0: An orangutan is a great ape. Not a monkey. And I'll have you know that a fashion has been stuck in a rut since the 90s. Besides, who's going to stop me? You? It's my newscast, and I'll smoke if I fucking want to.
5: Um, sir? Language? Kids? We're still on the air.
0: I don't want to piss off the losers that like this crap. Where were we? Let me see. Yep, okay. Back to business, right? Kill the feelings, Paul. Bury them. (laughs) bury them deep a member of the fakest faithful facebook fan page wants to know have any of the stories featured on the fakest won any awards yes three stories have done that including one platinum single that didn't even hit the charts because billboard refused to classify it as actual music it tells the story of a hungry news crew, ready to grab lunch after a long day of making shit up. In fact, the new Lunch Place rap not only took home a fakey, but experts point to it as the moment fakest helicopter pilot Birdman Stan sealed his fate. The Lunch Place rap, coming in at number 9 on the Fakest Top 10 Countdown. Let's listen in. Well, that does it for the fakers tonight. Remember to go to the App Store and download our crappy app because it's... Uh,
6: speedy delivery. Birdman Stan is back, baby. Thank God. My only friend.
0: I mean, my one friend of many friends. Y'all ready for some time,
5: food? Yeah. You coming, Leanne? Uh, okay. Sure. I guess you really do have friends, Paul. You're damn right
0: I
3: do.
5: Yeah, your
7: boy
6: Birdman stand here coming to you from the underground. About to spit fire. Down, down the
7: street. street with our boy Birdman stand. Order up, Thai food, as fast as we can. Our oh, old lunch place doesn't have a so have fire. Who knew I learned to love these guys with, with papaya. Papaya. The fake news, news is broken. We're, We're in at a big, big curry.
5: curry. Yeah. To yeah. fill up like our, our tummies some with some motherfucking, motherfucking
8: curry. We run got a coupon for some free fat mama. We'll put some
5: takeout in the break room so we can't eat tomorrow. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay.
0: From the new Thai place around the corner from Kcom Studios in somewhere west of New York City, I've been Paul Defoe. <laughs> But Madame Capral's Thai Bistro wouldn't remain the new lunch place for long, thanks to some real fake journalism done by consumer affairs reporter Martin Zendler. It's a tale of health violations, noodles, and killer bees. And it's coming in at number eight on our top ten countdown. The fakest Marvin Zendler is on the job. Martin files his famous Rascals and Rodents report tonight from his hospital bed, where he's recovering from being super old. Martin?
7: Rascals and Rodents, now why don't you get out of here? Zendler's here with his Friday report. Yeah!
9: Well, this is like something out of a science fiction movie, but it really did happen. Get, Get him off me, this story, I was chased down and viciously stung ten times on the face and hands by a vicious gang of killer bees. Ah! That's how dangerous it's been for 82-year-old widow Thelma Minx to come into work at Madame Capral's Thai Bistro, located scant minutes away from the Ficus Studios on the 6700th block of Morningside Drive. Is that the place that we all went to for lunch last week? Madame Capraus has had a nest of killer bees in their kitchen for the last nine weeks. Beekeepers estimate that the swarm is 300,000 bees strong. That's a quarter of a million nasty, buzzing, stinging bees.
0: My name is Reginald Fitzgerald, and I am the leading global expert in Thai restaurant bee infestations. These, my dear Martin are African killer bees, and they hate heat. Their nest is right above
9: the stove. So you're saying you shouldn't cook around bees? No, sir. Lucky then that Miss Minx decided to call my rascals and rodents hotline to let me know about her working conditions. Friday, 1, 24 PM. I have called just about everybody who has anything to do with something like this. Not that the city would surely take care of it, but they came out to my house and stood outside and laughed at me. End of messages. Well, now, bees are a necessity. They provide life to flowers, but then again, they bring harm to people who cook Thai food around them. And if the bees weren't enough, we've obtained the health department report card for Madame Capral's first nine weeks.
0: Hey, Martin, wait. As somebody who had an awesome lunch there last week, is
9: there anything I need to worry about? Well, if you'd listen to the damn story, you'd know, Paul. Now, this health report card reveals that the restaurant had a mouse and mouse droppings in the cooler, as well as several complaints of roaches, roaches, roaches. There are also reports of uncovered food in the freezer and giant mutant flies running the cook line after five p.m. And of course, Madame Capral's head. Say it with me, gang. Grab <laughs> in the soda machine. Oh God,
0: I had a cola.
5: I ate food cooked by mutant flies.
9: I'm
0: going to be sick.
9: Thelma Minx is lucky she wasn't harmed by those bees, but she wasn't too happy when she heard a new development earlier today. (gasps) Mr. Zimler, you aren't allowed to be back in the kitchen. Miss Minx, you don't have to worry anymore. This restaurant is shut down effective immediately, and the flies are being reassigned to another Capral franchise.
10: But, Mr. Zimler,
11: this job is everything to me, and the food is so good.
9: Can I take some with me? Free not. Might have been gunked up by those bees. Now let's get you out of here before we... Uh...
10: bees get him. He wants to keep us apart. Get him, my pretties. <laughs> ah! Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Get
9: him off me. Get these, up. Ah, these little pieces. And that was the scene that landed me in this hospital bed. But not even Africanized bees or their Widow Queen could stop me from doing my part to keep you folks safe. Have a good weekend, good food, good grief, or whatever makes you happy. For the fakest, Martin Zindler. Which large movie
0: studio named Disney has crowned a brand new princess? We'll spell it out for the guy playing this in the background while he works on his car. Coming up... Slashing a tire, Rent-A-Kid Burning evidence <laughs> with fire, Rent-A-Kid
3: <laughs> Committing a murder Get out here, we'll kill you
1: Rent-A-Kid Protecting our southern border, Rent-A-Kid Applebottom, founder and CEO of rent Your life is busy. Save time. Use a child for the crime. Our curated team of task kitties are at your back and call, ready to help you commit misdemeanors or felonies at a moment's notice and a notice to you. <laughs> Just use our app to request a kid and through our partnership with Uber, we'll have a kid to you. Look at this bit. Hey, kid, get it. You can even track your minor miracle with a GPS. Get 10% off by using the promo code, TheFakest, all one word. Law people everywhere probably know most kids under 13 won't be tried as adults. Using kids for your crimes means nobody does the time. You might ask yourself, but what about the kids? No worries, they'll get the slap on the wrist. In addition to in-depth training from big deal pickpockets, serial killers, and no nicks to ensure that they can do the
12: job. I can kill them three times before he knows I'm there. I'm great with breaking
4: and entering as long as I get some lunchables. Mommy says I'm a big meanie, but being a big meanie is my job now, thanks to Rancy Kid. to be an assassin like I just learned it by myself I self-taught myself just random stuff but then I started to being assassin doing assassin work and having fun download it
1: today and give kids a chance
0: the fakest makes no claims to the legality of its advertisements especially any reference to contracting minors for major crimes consult with your local lawyer or don't it's on you buddy don't come crying to us when you get busted and use promo code the fakest all one word The fakest top 10 countdown. We're coming to you live from somewhere west of New York City. Here's a Disney princess you might not be expecting. The fakest reported on this story just last year from the elevated streets of the Magic Kingdom itself. Here's our number seven top pick, pulp princess.
4: Three tomatoes are walking down the street. Papa tomato, mama tomato, and a little baby tomato. Baby tomato starts lagging behind. Papa tomato gets angry, goes over to the baby tomato and smooshes him. Says, ketchup.
0: One, two, three! <laughs> well, it's no let it go. But that's the song the latest Disney princess is singing to visitors behind Cinderella's castle deep within the bowels of the Magic Kingdom Mia Wallace, the star of Quentin Tarantino's indie hit Pulp Fiction, has been hand-selected by Disney's executive board to appeal to the audiences of today Well gee, with the heroin epidemic being what it is, we thought it was high time little girls in Appalachia and Florida had a positive role model to look up to Gosh, Mia is a strong Sassy addict who would have set the world on Fox Force Fire if she hadn't snorted the wrong back. Gosh, that was sad. But then again, so was Disney. Come on, Pluto. Let's go chase down another movie studio. What do you say, boy? Princess Mia is also sporting a makeover at her new meet-and-greet location.
4: Hey, honey. Hey, hey, come on over. Come take a picture with me. Yeah. All right. Come Aww. on over. No, no, no. You don't want Snow White. You see, here's the problem. Snow White took something from a stranger. You got. You can't take something from a stranger. You got to be sure if you're taking something, it's from a friend. All right. You got to have a good friend. How? You got. You got a boyfriend? How old is he? Six. Six. Okay. You know, you're gonna want to get a boyfriend a little bit older, honey. All right. Get a little bit. Someone who can drive. Hmm gotta have a car. It doesn't have to be a nice car. She's gotta be a good car, okay? Something he can drive you around in. You gotta have good friends. Good friends are watching out for you, right? And if you're gonna do something, you always wanna make sure you do something with your good friends nearby, hmm? Okay, nice big smile now. Good girl. You know, when I started here, they told me that I had to do parades. Right? I got to go out and meet all the guests and wave and stuff like that. But they want to make me do the parades in a car. And yeah, I, I, I just, there's something about an open car. I just, I, bad memories. So I told them, look, I'm, I'm not going to do the parade. I'll go and I'll meet the people and I'll shake their hands. We'll go get a drink, you know, whatever. But you can't put me on the back of a car and expect me to do well. Hmm? So I'm talking with the girls in the back. We're all like you know, damsel in distress. Every one of them got to be rescued by a guy. Me got to get rescued by guy, But you know what? It's not like it's not our fault, hey? All right, you know, Sleeping Beauty, she got some issues with a curse. She went and she poked herself and, uh, well, of course, And you guys know why she's taking things from strangers. You don't take things from strangers. And if you do, you know, you just got to gotta be prepared, huh? Got to have a backup plan, huh? It's just, it's something you got to be ready for.
0: Want to check out Princess Mia for yourself? She appears daily at 11.43 p.m., 1.52 a.m., 8.27 p.m., and 11 p.m. and a.m. But get there early. Wait times are estimated to be over four hours, and security will be enforcing Disney's strict one-bump-then-dump heroin policy at the security line. A british blowhard who's come a long long way he began his bloviation at the tender age of 12 when he'd rant about politics to passing cows in his hometown of stratsbury stratford upon avon uk england eventually he moved on to bothering people in bars crop fields and in opium dens until 10 years later when he's ranting on our countdown here's ron jolliver with number six <laughs> Up next, Ron Jolliver is here to tell you what went horribly wrong in the world this week. He's also promised the KCOM Studios executive board that this will be a fair and balanced report. Now, to our bitter British blogger, Ron Jolliver. Ron?
7: Up to the minute with Ron Jolliver.
13: Hello, colonists. We have a bit of a problem. We want to do one of our patented sermons on whatever cause I felt like going on about, but a KCOM Studios executive fucked that up for us. What Bertram K. Con did is so egregious, so daring, that we simply had to address it. <laughs>
8: the key to taking fake news into the future is to make it ubiquitous mandatory it's like the fake news is miles of ocean cutting you off from everything but crimes reports and corporately mandated editorials and where can you go nowhere and that's so bertram
13: kcom senior vice president of propaganda at kcom studios Full disclosure, The Fakest is owned by Kcom Studios, but I don't care where my biscuit is buttered, I'll speak my mind. Ron, I talked to you about this. Don't worry your little head, Paul. Just eat your fucking Big Mac like a good American. (gasps) We have Big Macs? Where? So here's the thing, Paul. Mr. Kcom is considered a pioneer in modern broadcasting, but the scene is shared from his private yacht, reveals an atmosphere of sodden broadcasting on the open
8: seas. Hey, can you put away those resticles for a minute? I can't focus on this.
3: Oh!
10: (laughs) Sorry, Bubba Bear.
8: No problem, Sugar Plum.
4: It's candy!
8: You bet your ass it is now. Take them boobies back out.
13: So you might say to yourself, why not just take away their boats? Well, it's a little more complicated than you might think. Uh... The cost to apprehend the boats workers and drug supplies could cost the US $179,000 which is the entire GDP of Iowa (laughs) Are you ready to give up Iowa? Because I'm not, and I'm British Honestly, it's a little shocking that I care more about the American heartland than you do In addition, shutting down executive class orgy boats would limit the supply of Girls Gone Wild videos to developing countries.
8: So what's the solution? As long as the fake news comes out, who cares? It's nobody's business where we hold our business orgies. Look... I don't take videos of this stuff, how am I supposed to prove that I'm cool to the lower level employees? Now, get out of here before I fire you, Ron. I'm done talking about this. Look, to be fair,
13: Bertram has been posting videos on his high seas, high jinks to Instagram, bringing traffic and ad dollars to the KCOM Studios website. It's also creating jobs for twerkers, coke dealers, and boat cleaning services. But in the end, Maybe we should just focus less on the sexual habits of a homegrown despot and more on ensuring that twerking sex workers have all consented to be on the boats where they should make at least a minimum wage with tips. <laughs> now you're up to the minute. For The fakest. I'm Ron Oliver, a.k.a. Shouty McShouterson. <laughs> The actual size of an aspirin is one-quarter of an inch by one-sixth of an inch. Parallelogram. But the increased comfort you feel, especially when you take, like, 30 of them, is immeasurable. Aspirin. All the relief of a prescription medication, but with none of the doctors.
0: the death of helicopter pilot extraordinaire Birdman Stan Buttram. When the search for a new lunch place to replace Madame Caprow's Thai Bistro didn't go as planned, a gaggle of servers from Dustin Neighborhood's grill surrounded KCOM Studios, the home of the fakest. At number five, let's listen to a man die. Then, stay tuned for a long-distance dedication. Now, we're going live to... Uh, well, right here at KCOM Studios, where we're reporting on breaking news right at our doorstep. The, the
3: biggest undersea.
0: That's right, folks. The protesters have nearly destroyed the front doors of KCOM Studios. And if they make it past the electrified lobby and the fake elevators, they'll climb 37 floors to attempt a takeover of the fakest newsroom. As part of our breaking news coverage, we go now to mythological weatherman Byron Seals. Byron, any hope the gods of legend can stop this Trojan horse on its way up Mount Olympics?
7: Ah! This is Byron Seals, live from our Mythical Weather Crisis Center. And Paul, I just have to say, your mythological analogy was completely off-base. And if these protesters were a Trojan horse, they'd be disguised as something innocent like a puppy or friendly old janitor. You
6: guys need me to sweep up in here? Not now, janitor Jim. Okay, Mr. Defoe. Now, I set out your liquor just like you like It's in your dressing room when you're Get out! We're on the air! And under under siege Fine, but tell your mother I said hello You stay away from my mom You got it, son
0: Who is that guy anyway? So, Byron, what are the odds that Zeus or Superman or somebody like that can hop on down from Mount Olympics and help us out?
7: Superman is not a Greek god. And it's Mount Olympus, not Mount Olympics. But no, Zeus can't intervene because the last time he was in our room, I made him say his names backwards. Zeus. They can't return for 90 days. Oh, shit.
0: Thanks, Byron. As we enter Minute 12 of the fakest. Under, under siege. siege The protesters have weakened the bulletproof glass But it haven't quite broken through We go now to Jake Stein Fakus traffic reporter Jake, how is this protest screwing up traffic Out on Clinton Avenue? <laughs> Shit's fucked, bro Thanks, Jack Leanne, is Birdman Stan in position?
5: Yes, sir. He's high in the sky over the majestic KCOM studios. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, Stay in your lane. I'll handle the poetic transitions. We now join Birdman Stan, high in the sky over the majestic KCOM studios, to find out if I can make my 730
6: spin class. Stan? Go wait, Polly. You got a lot of angry critters crawling up your shorts. My mama always said he ought not to kick a badger when he's pissed. And I think that advice rings as true today as it did outside that little shack back in Brookshire, Texas. Ugh,
0: we can hear about your stupid life later, Stan. Are they in the building? Have they penetrated our bare minimum yet legally sufficient
6: defenses? Hold on, Paul. I'll take her in for a closer look. <laughs> They got a couple of tables in it and they aren't just pounding that door like a pimple on prom night. That sucker's gonna bust any sick. Oh, shoot. There went my Jesus nut.
0: Seriously. Again, this is like the third time this series. Stan, you'd better not crash that helicopter again, or I swear to God I will put a pox upon you and all of your descendants.
6: Them protester types better move their butts before I pepper their pies. Jeez.
0: Oh my God! <sighs> well... Now, you guessed, you know, we have to pay for the chopper, but at least he shut up those damn protesters. Folks, the fakest is no longer. Well, that about wraps things up for the fakest tonight. Remember to do the thing with the stuff in the Uh,
5: Paul, did Birdman Stan ever make it back? The desk hasn't heard from him since his chopper went down.
0: Leanne, Leanne, Leanne. When are you going to stop worrying about Stan? Oh, hey, that rhymed.
5: It's just... Doesn't he usually check in once he wakes up?
0: Well, maybe he's still sleeping then. You know what? Tell you what. If it's going to make you feel better, why don't you go ahead and call the cops? They're on the scene scraping those entitled protesters off the street anyway. Have them initiate a stand scare. Okay.
5: okay. You close out the show.
0: we Will do. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, I've been Paul Defoe. Our promise to you? We fake it when we make it. Now go out there and have a hell of a night. What is it now? Hurry up, I'm gonna be late for spin class.
5: Paul Birdman Stan is dead. The police found him next to his chopper with severe lacerations on his head and torso. Uh
0: oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I I, I got, got what you're doing here. Uh, thanks for another fakest fake out, Leanne.
7: Another fakest fake out.
5: Uh, no, Paul. He's dead. Really, really dead. The only way the police knew it was him was the fakest ID badge he had on him.
0: Holy. Holy shit. There goes. There goes spin class. For the fakest top 10, this is Case and Casey. We've got a long-distance dedication for number four, and this one is about kids and pets, and a situation we can all understand whether we have kits or pets or neither. It's from a man in Hocking Hills, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Kasem, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and I'd be pleased as punch if you play it. Recently, there was a happy addition to our family. He's a little Roomba named Arbis Gamarfel, but he's also the most century, oh shit. Let's start again. Play it again, okay? See, when you come out of these depressing as shit stories, man, it's impossible to make the transitions. And then you gotta go into a puff piece like that. Oh, hold on. This one is kind of depressing too. Okay, we're recording. Good. Let's drop the dumbass dedication and get right into it. Ready for number 4, folks? This one features a beloved children's entertainer accepting a job that some of his fans seem to take an issue with for some reason. At number 4, here's Mr. Rogers
11: returns.
0: began on a warm May night back in 2017. Don and Wesley's Simula show were streaming a round of Tetris or something on their lightly viewed Twitch channel, The Board Horde. Suddenly, and without warning, their seven live viewers vanished from the chat room. What the fuck? Hey, where did Bobby
2: go? Bobby's always here.
7: Did we drop the stream? No, the,
2: the preview, the preview looks good. Oh, shit. Twitch is streaming some old PBS show. Shit.
0: How are people going to find our stream now? The show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, a children's show that ran from 1968 to 2001. Its host, Fred Rogers, was known for his kind nature, clear, commutable style, and an odd penchant for changing his clothes live on camera. The Simulasho brothers had never watched the program until that fateful May night under a half moon.
2: You know all that the sweater shit it feels problematic right but he seems like he just wants to be your friend.
8: It was a good show. Usually you see old dudes like that and think that dude's a total perv. Not this guy. We needed him back. We thought he'd have a lot to offer 2018.
7: We
0: were noobs, man. We
8: We were wrong. <laughs>
0: In early June, under a full moon, which was also a blood moon, the boys launched their 666 hour gaming stream to raise money for their project, Won't You Be My Necronomicon? The goal? To buy a used copy of The Book of the Dead, said to contain a spell that offers a return to life for one who is pure of heart, which they hoped would revive Mr. Rogers.
2: Thanks, AskBlaster420XX, for that $10 donation. We're going to be sending out your tote bag soon. MarioFan69 just donated five bucks. Guess I'm doing a shot of mustard.
0: Don and Wesley hit their $200,000 goal in less than half of the promised 666 hours. Their June 13th stream, which was a Friday, with its own full blood moon, plus Don broke a mirror that day, shows them read from the cursed text. Their goal? Bring Fred Rogers back from the neighborhood of make-believe. Fred Rogers
2: Bonum Persona. I wonder if my neighbors can hear Ipse Mutat Vestimenta Sua Sed Est Bonum. Dear to Fas Fas terra Vivere. Uh, let's see the... Okay, we're just going to skip to that one.
3: Sinon, Sinon Fasis
2: Ego Tristis, tristis Ereti.
0: As the boys streamed their dark incantations The earth shifted below Latrobe, Pennsylvania The almost final resting place of the late Mr. Rogers When the authorities arrived They were shocked to discover a naked man Save for his canvas tennis shoes Leaning against a tombstone with a confused expression on
6: his face Oh boy where have you brought me this time, Charlie? The last thing
11: we want to do. We don't want to scare
0: anybody. After thanking him for how much he'd meant to them over the years, the police escorted Mr. Rogers to the Heinz History Center, where original sets and props from his show were stored, in the hopes that, one day, he'd make the leap home. When the news broke, Hollywood came calling. But fate, and the White House, had different plans. My fellow Americans, this is a great day. It's a great day for all of us. Uh,
2: because uh, today, I would like to introduce, with pride, I have a lot of pride in this. Uh, I'd like to introduce the new White House Chief Communication Officer. I mean, he's really the best, folks. He's great. He's huge. You know him, and on his back. Uh, so please, America, let's celebrate the second coming of a wonderful man. My neighbor, your neighbor, is a neighbor. He wears a sweater. He's got tennis shoes, he tells us. Crayons are made. Okay, here he is. Without further ado, second coming of Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers, please, please come up. We love you. America, we love you. love Please, we love you. Mr. Rogers, folks.
6: It's good to be your neighbor, Donnie. But remember, it's not nice to brag. The greatest gift you ever give is your honest self.
2: Oh, Mr. Rogers, please. No, I'm so sorry. I'm very sorry. I don't know. I don't know what I, I meant to say. I'm sorry. I could carry away. You're so huge. You're huge. I'm so sorry. I love you. I love you, man. I love you. I'm sorry.
6: Oh, Donnie, <laughs> discovering the truth about ourselves is a lifetime's work, but it's worth the effort.
0: Thank you, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Rogers, thank you. Thank you, please.
6: No. Thank you.
0: While White House insiders described Mr. Rogers' presence as calming to our provocative president, Democrats remain skeptical, even after the passage of the Harriet-Elizabeth Cow Act. The new law co-authored by Mr. Rogers and Senator Lindsey Graham, redirects 40% of military spending towards education, especially in make-believe neighborhoods which are historically underfunded. Senator Elizabeth Warren spoke out against Mr. Rogers late last year on The Real Shit with Your Girl, Brit.
5: I'll say it. Mr. Rogers is bad for this country. This appointment is nothing more than a cynical political move by this administration to pander to millennials and zillennials while advancing their increasingly pro-zombie agenda. Let's worry about the living before
1: exploiting the
5: dead Mr. Trump.
0: Don and Wesley, the bored rich kids who challenge everything we know about death in the afterlife break their silence in the new tell-all YouTube Red series, It's You I No Longer Like, in which they take Mr. Rogers to task for his association with the current administration.
2: I mean, could you believe this guy? We got through all this trouble, and now he's a Drumpf's ass with his friggin' Kofi V from Nambia. Ugh. Forget about that orange Cheeto. We got a sniper.
0: When asked about mounting criticisms from the Quadrennial set, Mr. Rogers was taken aback.
6: Children today can be so mean. Making fun of how somebody looks? It's never okay to make fun of somebody for something they can't control. It's like they didn't hear a word I said. It might feel like the world's ending, but it's not. And even if it was, we need to show that we're brave. You can't be brave if you're inside out, worried about every little thing there is to worry about. You miss the big bad things. And those big bad things, they show you just how brave you really are. My mother used to tell me a long time ago, whenever there was a big catastrophe or something really scary on the news, she would tell me to look for the helpers. And if the news about the president makes you sad or angry, remember that he has helpers like me looking after him. I hope that helps you to be brave. Other people already know you're brave. You just need to show it.
0: Back with the fakest top ten countdown right after these quick commercials.
9: Spyways Case 101 The Dad Hummer. <laughs> Hummer has made his move. Use your spy with Spyglass to keep him in sight as he skips down the street. He's heading your way. He's heading into a house down the block. Set up the SpyWiz long-range microphone. You can hear the small sounds like they're right next to you, even through the walls of a house.
8: Oh, God, I've missed you, Sheila. Between stress at work and what with the disappointment my son Stevie is with his spy obsessions, you're the only light left in my life. Oh, Archibald, take me. Oh yeah, never my ears. Oh. Oh. What? Ew!
1: No! What the heck, Dad?
9: You've got got 'em now, Stevie, because you've got Spywiz high-tech equipment that works way better than you'd expect a kid's toy to work. Everything's sold separately. New from Spyco.
10: Life was easy. Your parents told you what was good and what was bad. Like, like magic. magic. They knew exactly what you needed and what you didn't. Life is harder now. So many things in the world are hoping to harm you. What if you could take control? Like, like magic. magic. Just like your parents did. Turns out, you, you can. can. I'm Deborah Johnstar. That girl you made out with in high school after the abstinence assembly junior year? My name may have changed, but you can trust me because I sought you out on Facebook after not contacting you for 10 years. So when I say I know the secret to eternal youth and financial independence, you know I'm not fucking around. (laughs) Nonstar Essential Scent Spray reduces your blood pressure, cures most STDs, and, if you become a partner, will make your bank account explode as violently as the infected boil you spray away with this miracle product. (coughs) The science is sound, of course. If it wasn't, we couldn't sell our products on Facebook. The real question is, how do you make money from it? It's pretty simple. First, you buy a starter pack of Essential Scent Spray from Dawnstar. Then, DM anybody you've ever met and share the secret. For every bottle you sell, you get to keep point-point two percent of the profit why if you only sell 15 bottles to your three friends who helped you hide that murder back in 1998 you'd be making an extra thirty dollars a month and they have to buy it or you'll tell you'll tell everyone customers are everywhere so to anybody Except me, of course, since I'll be part of your upline and making 1% of everything you sell. (laughs) Ah, Look, I did whippets with you that one time in high school. If you can't trust me, who can you trust? <gasps> Join Dawnstar today and you'll get a 10% discount for changing your last name to Dawnstar. Just go to DawnstarSenseMakeSense.com slash dub business mommy to lock in your price and sign that legally binding contract. Dawnstar. It's just like magic.
0: at number three. Hey, remember the movie Teen Wolf from the 80s? Turns out a prominent world leader does too. Listen to this story about two Teen Wolf fancast hosts who get in over their heads. (laughs)
12: Welcome to Klaus and Paul's Teen Wolf Fancast, for spitting the hottest theories, news, and general speculation about the hit 80s movies, Teen Wolf and Teen Wolf 2. Hey, hey,
11: pa here. Now, if you want to gab about that Twilight ripoff shit, get back to Tumblr.
12: I'll howl to that.
11: Oh.
0: The Claws and Paws Teen Wolf Fancast, founded by Claus Gleason and Randy Paw Shuttle in 2010, has released over 180,000 hours of content centered around the classic Michael J. Fox film Teen Wolf, best known for having a penis in the background during one
12: scene. We've been going at it for four nights a week for like...
3: Eight
11: years! God damn! Has it been that long?
12: Yeah, eight years now. With four downloads a week, you could say that the waves of the information superhighway are ours to command. Hey, give me a keg of beer! (laughs) Don't worry, that's from the movie He Does That.
0: (laughs) If the four downloads per week weren't enough to justify the time spent on the podcast, a recent guest propelled the two young men into the international spotlight.
12: How did you land this historic interview, guys? Funny story. So, one of our listeners... <laughs> Your mom. <laughs> my mom, yes. Well, she let us know that Kim was a big wolf head. She read it on one of those trivia machines at the Buffalo Wild Wings. Where she works. Yes, she works at the Buffalo Wild Wings. When we heard, we sent him an email to his Teen Wolf fan page on GeoCities Korea.
0: Received the request, and after determining he didn't have the power to kidnap or execute the two young men, he agreed to travel to their home in Hocking Hills, Ohio, for an interview. This marks only the second time Kim has appeared on a podcast; the first being WTF with Mark Maron, because of course he was on WTF with Mark Maron.
12: Folks, we have a very special guest tonight. We're obligated to call him the world's biggest teen wolf fan, both in stature and in passion. The honeybee by the DMZ. Welcome to Klaus and Paz, the supreme leader himself, Kim Jong Un. <laughs>
9: thanks
2: guys big fan of the show and of teen
12: wolf
11: so a supreme leader who is your favorite wolfie
12: that's what we call the characters in teen wolf oh i know did you think i was lying when i said i was a big fan of your show no no man it's cool we just like to explain our hilarious in jokes to new listeners
11: oh, forget it fork
12: <laughs> fork so favorite wolfie go it's gotta be scott right
2: the teenage wolf he's so funny like marty mcfly
12: man supreme leader slamming on my boy styles
8: <laughs> i don't even like Never say die
12: oh no i love styles
2: he reminds me of my college chum simon We met at an audition for the musical Greece during my time at Liebefeld Steinholz School in Switzerland.
11: Oh, you went to school in Switzerland? An explanation! Jesus Christ, give me an explanation!
2: Oh, yes, oh, yes, from the movie. No, I studied abroad to broaden my horizons. I miss those wild days in Switzerland, performing in Greece, playing a character entirely unlike myself.
13: Simon played Kaniki.
2: Together we robbed those Swiss of all their chocolate. It sounds better in Korean. But standing on top of that Volkswagen coupe, singing Greece Lightning, there was a little bit of the wolf in both of us.
0: We caught up with the podcasters as they prepared for their big fancast track panel at Ultracon in Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, guys. So how have your
12: lives changed after the big interview? It's been amazing. Absolutely amazing. There were like millions of people who heard a clip of us on the news. I'll bet
0: you got a big jump in downloads, too.
11: We're up to 12.
0: Have you guys heard anything from the US government? Pretty weird that they just let Kim flit over here without a big hug.
12: We don't need to talk about that. All
11: oh, the jello, fat boy. They could be anywhere. We haven't
12: talked to him, Mr. Defoe.
11: Whatever you say, boys. Wink. Scheiße,
12: they saw him. We have to go, Pa. Honor, Klaus. Wolfmobile, to us. <laughs>
0: Police say to be on the lookout for two men, mid-twenties, riding around on top of a creepy old van. Do not attempt to approach them, especially during tonight's full moon. Paul Defoe, the head anchor of The Fakist, is much beloved for his on-air outbursts, which go viral on a regular basis whether he wants them to or not. After the death of Birdman Stan, he flipped the flip out again in this classic clip. At number two, here's Paul Quits the Show. Delp United Airlines, the company who mixed up the two children, is working hard to get everybody back where they belong. But they were willing to admit it was a pretty big fuck up. Pretty
3: big up. Leanne, was what the pretty shit pretty big is going on?
0: Big
5: up. Oh, shoot, Paul. I- I'm sorry. I heard a noise outside the control room and got distracted. I thought it was a shooter or something.
0: Jesus Christ, Leanne. We have an electrified lobby. Everybody knows that. We're fine. And we still have eight more ads to do. Do you want the sales team to have to cancel their team-building tropical cruise? Because I don't. Tell that to the water slide Kathy won't be able to go down in the middle of the ocean. Or the retired oil tycoon she was going to marry one night after too many Mai Tais. Who
5: gives a darn about him, Paul? Excuse my language, but who gives a flippin', dangin', crunchy darn about him? Birdman Stan is dead. He was such a sweet old guy. Remember when he flew that banner I made?
0: Oh, oh, the banner you made completely of your own volition And without my involvement That eventually led to the death of Birdman Stan As well as several waitresses Of course I remember that We all do It was only two episodes ago We were so young then So naive
5: What? What the heck? Paul, don't you blame me for this If you hadn't paved off that darn restaurant None of this would have happened
0: So what, Leanne? What do you want me to do? Accept responsibility and take the whole fucking showdown with me? The world needs us, Leanne. You said it yourself.
5: Well, then maybe I was wrong. As far as I can see, all the fake news seems to do is hurt real people.
0: Well, you know what? It didn't used to. Not before you walked in through that revolving door. You told me once that, to you, I am the fake news. If all the fake news does is hurt people, then what does that say about me?
5: I... I don't know, sir.
0: And now you're not even calling me Paul. What do you want? For me to take the blame for Stan's recklessness?
7: Well, if the shoe fits...
0: Byron, can't you see that I'm having a climactic argument
7: with Leanne out here? Paul, we both know Stan was your only friend. Well, he was a friend, yeah. A friend you cast away like Morpheus cast away his father, Hypnos, after they both fell in love with the West Wind. What's he talking about, Paul?
0: To be honest, I I usually don't know.
7: There's something you should know about your boss, Leanne. He puts on a good show. But if you piss him off, you better watch out. What do you mean? Ever wonder why Paul's been sending Stan out so much lately? And giving him grief every time they talk? Thing is, Birdman Stan introduced him to his ex-girlfriend. You know, the one that broke his heart. What was that?
5: I couldn't hear you over that dramatic sting.
7: Stan died because of Paul blames him for Cindy dumping his sorry white ass. How dare you? Tell me I'm lying. I never said you were lying, but how dare you call
0: me out on it? My white ass is sorry, okay? Leanne's right. All I ever seemed to do was hurt the people I thought I'd fooled into loving me. It's been put into stark fucking contrast for me the past few months. I might be the first person to realize this, but maybe that's all the fake news is good for. Confusion, chaos, and pain. And now stands dead. My friend is dead, and it's all my fucking fault. I get that, okay? I fucking get it! <laughs>
5: Calm down. You couldn't have known.
0: There, there's your fucking fake news, you ungrateful assholes. I tried to build something here, but all anybody ever does is turn against me. You're all just jealous because I'm so awesome at my job. You, 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 you suck abysses. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm done. Good luck finishing the show without me. You know what that sound means, folks. We're at the very tippity-top of our countdown. Now, for number one. Number Number one! One. At number one, a clip from the totally original Fakest Christmas Special. Perhaps the most plot-heavy episode of The Fakest, and one that you definitely shouldn't skip just because it's a Christmas special. After a night spent examining his pitiful, lonely life with the help of three friendliest spirits... Paul is shown a potential future. Coming in at number one, it's Paul Can Change. (coughs) 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 Oh God, how did I get here? Is that KCOM
11: Studios? It is, but why are all the lights off? There hasn't been light here in a very long time I am the
0: third and final spirit Why are you dressed like that death guy from Bill and Ted's bogus journey? Are we going to play Clue? I call Professor Plum I'm here to
11: show you what might happen to the world if you don't change your ways
0: So, like a Christmas carol?
11: Look, buddy, did you ever think maybe that Dickens jerk stole it from us? It's supernatural appropriation, a lot of it much like Bill Murray, you'd do well to heed the lesson I'm about to impart. Can't you just,
0: like, tell me? I, I, I've been through a lot tonight already. I'm, I'm really kind of getting tired of this.
11: Hush, mortal. It makes for a better story that way.
0: So, so don't, don't tell. Okay, Robert McKee, calm down.
11: We've all taken a creative writing class here. Come. Let's listen in on that father and his child as they walk down the street. Oh, so
0: you're two kinds of creepy. I can dig it. Let's go snoop.
11: Father, father, why is that big building so dark? Is everybody who lives there sleeping off their Christmas feast?
9: No, Tinsy Timmy. That's k Studios. Nobody's been there in months. Not since the Vegas ran away.
11: That's where the Vegas lives?
9: Not anymore, Tinsy Timmy.
6: Not anymore. Now, come on. I see an old lady we can mug up there.
4: Oh, yay! I'll fall down to distract her. Then you can make her take a
10: nap. God bless us, everyone.
9: Here's to Paul Defoe, the founder of Fake News, for abandoning his empire and turning this whole place into a slum. Spirit, will Teensy Timmy live? Oh,
11: sure. That old woman won't give them any trouble. They're pros. Now, let's catch up with some old friends. Holy shit, is this Madame Caprao's? I thought they closed. They did, but a city ordinance demands every Thai, Chinese, sushi, and Asian fusion restaurant remain open for business. But they had giant
0: flies cooking the food. Could you really tell? No, the food was
1: delicious. Hey, it's Byron, Grace... Ella, That poor girl. Two months on the job and the boss runs screaming from the building.
10: She'll come out okay.
7: Well, she's still up there in her control
10: room. Doesn't she know what they're going
7: to do? She has to. The real news is doing Carlos about it.
1: How could she care so damn much about the damn newscast? He hasn't given a shit about any of us in years. Hey, can we get that check? My range time is coming up.
0: The control room. Is that Leanne? Sorry, I, I know I'm asking a lot of times, you know, is that this person? I, I just I'm just trying to confirm my, I, my eyes aren't believing this. Plus, didn't Ron already show me what happens to her in the
11: future? You're slipping, Paul. Don't you know a fakest fake out when you see one? Another fakest fake out. She looks
0: awful. Like my mom the day after one of her semi-monthly intercontinental benders.
5: Time hasn't been kind to her. My name is Leanne Snyder. I'm coming to you live from Christmas Eve 2019 to tell you how I killed the fakest.
0: In this timeline, she kills me? Way to go, Leanne. I didn't think you had it in you.
5: When I was working as a local news producer back in Alabama, I felt stuck. Sure, the stories were easy, charity raffles and football mostly, but I couldn't help but feel like what I was doing didn't really have much impact one way or the other. One night... Some of the anchors were making fun of this guy. Paul Defoe, the fakest.
0: Those bastards.
5: They made it sound like he was the enemy of journalism. I tuned in so I didn't fall behind on the office small talk. But the show was actually pretty good. Sure, the stories were all fake and there was a bit more cursing than I was comfortable with, but Paul made it all seem important and rewarding and fun.
0: I always knew I liked her.
5: He didn't seem to care what other people thought of him. About how they saw him. Love him or hate him, he went for it. I really admire that. I tried being an anchor in college, but it didn't last long. I was too worried about mispronouncing a word to be any good at it. I wasn't any good at the one thing I always dreamed of doing. When Paul left, when everybody left, I realized I needed to be more like Paul.
0: See? She's a very smart woman.
5: But I'm not like Paul. You are, thank God. I tried. Oh, man, did I try. I rehearsed the first newscast for days. It was awful. Payson was off, stumbled over the script. Heck, I even caused our new MMJ to quit while he was delivering his first story. It was a mess, and it didn't get any better. Oh,
0: I'm sure it was fine. She just doesn't have the chops yet.
11: Oh no. It was a total crap fest for months. You'd think after a few weeks of bad newscasts she'd get the hint.
5: I tried to save the fakest, Paul. I really did. But it's too late now. Now, I'm the only one left, and I've decided I'm going down with the ship. Should be starting pretty soon. Might as well turn on channel seven and see what they're saying.
4: We're live across the street from KCOM Studios, former home of the fakest propaganda program, where in less than one minute, this construction crew will begin a controlled demolition to destroy the venerable building, which has been pumping out crap for over 40 years. The crowd looks excited. The champagne is flowing. The countdown begins in just a few seconds
5: Why didn't you come back, Paul? Sure, that whole thing with Birdman Stan was pretty messed up But all I wanted was to help you take some responsibility and work it out Did you ever even care about any of us? I, I did
0: I do I'm sorry, Leanne You came in at a pretty weird time in my life I guess, you know, I wasn't always the best boss
5: Come here, Mr. Free 7-Up Let's watch it burn together. No, Leanne, you've got to get out of here. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, this is the fakest.
0: Run, Leanne, run, get out of here. Come on, Spirit, Spirit, come on. We have
5: to help her. Come on, let's go. I'm sorry, Paul.
11: You killed her, you supernatural dick! If you'd care one-tenth as much about anybody in your employ as you do about yourself, this could have all been avoided. Fine.
0: Fine, it's my fault. It's all my fault, but she can't die like this. For me. For nothing. Spirit, is it too late? Is this the real future or another fake one? If things continue as they are, This will be Leanne's fate. Well, then I'll change. I will. I care about everybody at the fakest, except Ellen. I'll listen to all their boring-ass stories about their boring-ass lives. But I'll really listen. I'll do anything. I'll stop drinking. I'll stop smoking. I'll even stop stealing from the give-a-penny tray at Juan's bodega. Why don't you ask her? Leanne? There, in the rubble. Come, spirit, you gotta help me. Leanne. Oh, Leanne. Cut down in your prime. You could have been so great. I saw that spark the day I interviewed you. If I'd been there to help you, show you the ropes, if I'd stayed,
11: maybe you wouldn't have been so scared. But you did leave. And now this innocent woman's blood is on your hands. You are a damned soul, Paul Defoe, wrapped in chains of your own design. Your protege is dead, and the fake news with her. Why didn't I care more about her while she was alive? To hell with you. Let your screams entertain the devil himself. As your newscast entertained a lazy and fallible populace. No, no, I can change. I swear I can change. I can
3: change.
0: And there you are. The Top 10 Fakest Stories right from the minds of the Fakest Faithful Facebook fan page. The Fakest Top 10 Countdown. That about wraps it up for the Fakest Top 10 Countdown. I'm your host, Casey Casey, telling you to fake it until you make it. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and refresh this podcast feed on May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, when Season 2 of The Fakest hits the air. Good night, America.
5: Subscribe to The Fakest on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app by going to thefakest.com. You'll get every episode when we release it. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by following The Fakest News. That's Fakest with an I. See you next time.